Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters, your go-to spiritual development podcast. I'm your host Hannah McIntyre and I am so excited to have you here. Join me and other great guests as we explore what it means to be a medium, the work that we need to do and the questions that we need to ask for our own development and unfoldment. I'm so happy that you're here. Let's begin. Just to let you all know that my book, You Are a Medium, You Just Don't Know It Yet, is available to purchase on Amazon or via my website, www.hannamedium.co.uk. I am incredibly proud to be able to say that it is already an Amazon bestseller and I'm so grateful to all of you for your reviews, comments and feedback. Um, If you haven't already, please do check it out. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, everyone. Just a little addition to today's podcast. You will hear me in a minute say that I'm cancelling my London event. I'm not. They wouldn't let me move it. So I've decided that Spirit, for whatever reason, obviously want me there. So if you are free on the 10th of November, please do come and see me in London for what will be an intimate evening with me, purely due to ticket sales. (laughs) Um, But I would love to see you there. Enjoy the podcast. Strap in. It's a big one. Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters with me, Hannah McIntyre. How are you doing? Hopefully, (laughs) better than me. I don't know what I'm going to call this podcast yet. It's either going to be expensive mistakes or you can't always get what you want or I don't know. Scream crying into the abyss. <laughs> um, it's, I'm not even going to use the word interesting today, which is my go to adjective. I'm going to say it's a shitty, shitty time. <laughs> and I am sulking. And it's really interesting. So I have 
Yeah, I've had a time recently that has cost me a lot of money. <laughs> and I'm, you know, that money was earned by working really bloody hard. So it's mid-October and I know I haven't had a wasted year, but the poor, poor me aspect um, that is having quite a voice at the moment certainly does feel like I've had a wasted year. So I'm processing all of that. Where do I want to start with this? I'm having to cancel my night in London. I was just weirdly on a dog walk and randomly was scrolling up and down for an old podcast to listen to and uh, clicked on an old one and I was talking about how I had tried to do the London event that would have been in March seven months ago and that the venue wasn't getting back to me and so I had decided to cancel them and then instantly found the right venue. Well I can tell you as of today with that event supposed to be in a few weeks time I'm going to have to postpone it because I've sold 30 tickets and I've sold 30 tickets with over £300 spent in Facebook advertising. So it's just not meant to be at this time. Which makes me wonder... Makes me wonder, did I... Should I not have booked an event in London? Am I getting too big for my boots? Do I... Is this a spiritual slap to get me to be realistic? Is this a lesson about is this a lesson? Is this a lesson that I'm too big for my boots or that I shouldn't be trying to do an event in London or something like this? Or is it a reflection of what is going on with society? Because everybody I'm talking to is saying people are not booking things. People are not going, going out as much. They're not committing to stuff. Um, and it's weird because, you know, I go out into restaurants and coffee shops and they're rammed and full of people. You go into a town centre and it is swarmed with people. But there does seem to be less people booking events or some types of events or spiritual events. And I don't know if this is because there is now more of us, more people offering spiritual things and so there's more choice, so there is, I don't know, but it's interesting and I'm feeling a bit bruised and battered because I've just had the weirdest weekend which I'm going to talk through with you now. So I've got that thing with the London event sort of percolating away in the background and I kept hoping it was going to get better and get more viable and it's just not happening. So I'm having to surrender to that. Yeah, and if I don't, if I lose my money on that event, it's going to cost me over £3,000. Which then leads me in to the other costs that I've had now, um, where I have lost lots of money which would be 
the mind-body-soul event that I just did in Alexandra Palace. And this is the interesting thing here. Let me tell you a story. So I am trying to work out where and how to advertise. And I really have had some challenging experiences with that this year because as we know social media I mean I started off this year thinking it was restrictive with no idea of what Facebook was going to bring and it is just gone crazy it's just insane now the the greed why wasn't a little bit of money okay for them the greed of it has just ruined the entire platform but because the platform's been ruined I don't know where we're supposed to go or what we're supposed to do and so where was I going with this this just shows the state of mind that I'm in at the moment so right Facebook advertising getting more and more and more and more and more expensive. I heard Tuka Suleiman being interviewed on a podcast my husband was listening to and he was saying for um, low cost items there is just no point advertising on Facebook now because it costs so much per click. So we know that that's going on. I've mentioned that before. I like to be really transparent with it because of the slightly positive mindset community that we find ourselves in they're never real and so if you're not real and you're not admitting that it's problematical then when it is problematical for somebody else they think they are the problem and actually I think it's the platform so um, this year I think I've gone up 300 followers on Facebook and possibly 200 on Instagram and that has been with working incredibly hard, paying for adverts and creating loads of content. And that has been my my reward in that. Um, just really, really hard. But the problem is when you're trying to get a book published, as I am, all of the publishing houses and the agents want you to have a big following. They are not, they haven't caught up yet. So they are not looking at engagement because I'm looking at people with engagement way beyond mine. But the number of likes and comments they're getting on their posts is comparable. So engagement wise, I'm not doing badly. But in followers wise, it's not moving the way that it should be. And I don't know what to do about that. I just don't know what to do. Um, I've I've tried. I've spent money on it. And then we get uh, Facebook and Meta have just done this entire prolific removal of posts. And I may have mentioned this on the podcast already. I can't remember. Apologies if I have. But they have decided that the hosting site that hosts my school and all of my online courses prevents it is a cybersecurity risk. And that's what they're saying. That's their official line. It's not. Um, they're a great company. I've been with them for 10 years. They are not a cybersecurity risk. But of course, what they don't do is they don't integrate with Facebook. And so what Facebook now are doing, I think, is blocking any website that doesn't keep you on the platform. So if you go to watch a YouTube video, 
through Facebook. You actually stay on Facebook. You watch it through Facebook's browser. So they've still got you on there. If you go onto my ticket tailor to buy um, tickets for my events, you actually stay in Facebook, even though you're clicking through to ticket tailor. So you're staying on their platform. But with Member Vault, you leave Facebook. And so they've said it's a cybersecurity risk and they have deleted every post. I've had hundreds of posts deleted that has a link to uh, Member Vault. They have also done it with Linktree. For those of you that know, Linktree was a site that you could pay for where it would have a load of you would click through it from Instagram and then it would have links to all different websites for you. So, for example, mine would say, listen to my podcast here, follow me on YouTube here, visit my website here, get tickets for events here. They've got rid of that too. And the reason why they've done that is because it's encouraging people to leave their platform. But they are saying it's for cybersecurity. And the interesting thing with this is, over the past year, I have reported to Meta over 30 accounts that are pretending to be me, that have my picture, that have lifted my content, that are are messaging people and trying to rob them. And Meta have not taken one of them down. So they're not really focused on cybersecurity because if they were focused on cybersecurity, those accounts would have been removed. And then I fell into the trap of paying to be verified on Instagram, which is £12 a month. Um, and I've, take, I've just cancelled it because F them. They're not getting any more money for me. They haven't taken down the scam accounts pretending to be me. So being verified holds no benefit to me. None. Oh, anyway, so that's all going on. And so I've been trying other ways to advertise. I tried a PR company and and they were a cheap PR company as PR goes. So to be fair, they were. But you paid them a monthly subscription and you got to apply um, to to be in certain articles. So a journalist would post through their platform a question and then you would write an answer. And if the journalist likes it, there was a chance that your answer would be included and then you'd be able to have that thing on your website that says as featured in with different places except it was taking me hours to write these article responses and nothing was happening so I was paying it was taking me a lot of time and there was no response I paid them to do a personal interest story on me and it was so far removed from me It was just so bland. Mum of two from Kent says anyone can be a medium. Just, I'm so much more than that. And it didn't represent me at all. So I cancelled that. But that, not without it costing me several hundred pounds. And then I tried paying for adverts myself. Now, how funny is this, guys? Because I sent an advert into a magazine that clearly didn't download properly and then was advertised as Mediumship Matters Po. <laughs> it didn't have the podcast, it had Po. Um, and they didn't notice that then when they downloaded it, it wasn't there. And so that was that. And they won't take any ownership of that. That is Mediumship Matters Po. So they're saying that's what I submitted to them. I'm like, well, obviously, I didn't submit a half finished thing. Um, and there we go. That's that. So 
That's that out there. That was £400. And then we get to the mind-body-spirit fair. So this is what's so interesting about this, is this was so aligned for me. So I saw it. I saw their footfalls, 15,000 people. And it was, I don't know, £1,700 for a stand, something like that. And I thought, maybe I should do that. That'll get me in front of a lot of people. And then I contacted them and they said, well, if you if you book with us, we'll give you one of our guest speaker um, opportunities. And I thought, oh, now that's good. That's really exciting. And it just so happened that I was free that weekend, which is like unheard of. So I was like, ah, oh, this is so aligned. Amazing. So I paid the money. And of course, VAT was on top. So then there was that cost. And then there was a cost for electricity. And then there was a cost for the internet. And then I had to pay to stay. And it was all just getting very expensive. But once you've committed, what can you do? I'm probably naive. I haven't done expos before. I didn't know that you would pay for a stand and not be able to use the internet. I didn't know that you would pay two grand for a stand and not have electricity and need to pay several hundred pounds for that. So more for me, you doofus, probably should have known better. This is my naivety. I know better now, so I'm sharing it with you guys so you know. <laughs> but still, you know, very excited to be there. And then um, all the printing, all the leaflets, I had pens made, um, excited to be there. And they gave me another opportunity to speak because they had a free slot and offered me to run a self-healing workshop. So I was like, wow, this is amazing. Then the problems start. So the week before we're due to go, Amanda, who's helping me there, is having an absolute freaking nightmare getting the time off work. Um, she's trying to swap shifts. It's just not happening. New systems at work. Confusion within like 10 minute increments that is meaning that the shifts can't be covered. She's not sure if she's going to be able to help me. And I think, OK. Positive mindset. It's okay. You can do one day at a festival by yourself. You know, it's not the end of the world anyway. And then one of my friends, my lovely friend Sue, offers to step in and help. And so I'm doing that. And I'm like, okay, don't stress. Don't let it beat you. And all the time that this is going on, I'm in this energy that we've been hearing about recently from spirit, where I feel like I've been put into a tumble dryer and I have been spun around, not knowing which way is up, not knowing how to function for over a month. So I'm feeling pretty tired, feeling pretty delicate, pretty battered, pretty bruised, but I'm like positive mindset, positive mindset, positive mindset. Go to book the local premiere in and it's sold out. And I go, oh, shit. And my husband says, why did you not book that before? And I'm like, I don't know. I just kind of forgot and it's crept up on me and I don't know what day of the week it is. Anyway, go on booking.com and there is a new to booking.com three bedroom apartment for the same price as a two 
Twin Room Premier Inn. And I'm like, thank you, spirit. Oh, get this lovely accommodation booked. Can't believe it. 20 minutes walking distance from Ali Pali. This is amazing. We're not even going to need to move the car. We'll be able to walk to the accommodation through the grounds and just have a lovely time. Get the information about setting up and they want you to set up on the Thursday night. And I'm like, oh, I can't set up on the Thursday night. It's my son's 17th birthday. So I asked them and they said, it's fine. You can come on the Friday morning. So Amanda and I, Amanda has driven 45 minutes to my house to meet me at 5.30 a.m. or whatever time it was that we left. And we get in the car and we are driving and we are hopeful. And we're driving uh, along the motorway and we're making good time and we stop for a coffee and it's, it's quite exciting. And we get there. And, you know, you guys know I'm Capricorn. I'm ultra critical, ultra, I can organise it. Why would you do it like that? I can do it better. It's an intrinsic part of who I am. Um... And oh, actually, before that happens, the the night before we go, the Thursday night, I cannot find my signs that I've bought especially for the fair. I'm looking in there and I've got this lean to on the side of my house where all my stuff is. But when we have builders do our roof, um, as I think I mentioned to you guys, they threw all the rubbish down this plastic conservatory roof and have smashed shitloads of holes in it. So... It's kind of a dry lean-to if you put things in the right place, but it's also not, it's leaking and it's mouldy. And I hate it because it has spiders in it and I'm so afraid of them. (laughs) So I go in there very much like I'm doing a bush tucker trial whenever I go to go and get anything. And you know what? In full honesty, it should have been cleared out last year. And I just keep piling more and more crap in there and ignoring it. And this is my fault, I admit it. Anyway, so I can't find the signs. 40 minutes in the dark with a torch. I tell you what I do find. A frickin' tarantula and a mouse. <laughs> so I'm pretty stressed with all of that and feeling pretty... Anyway, I've already packed the signs. They're already in my bloody car, but that's beside the point. But so there's been this kind of, you know, stressy energy before we get there. But not before I've booked it. And the flat is there. So I feel like I'm in alignment. I feel like spirit want me there. And I have no doubt that they do. But I don't think it's for the reasons that I thought. So going back to my Capricorni energy, we arrive and it's chaotic. Uh, The people doing the parking don't seem to know what's going on. Um... I get out of my car because they tell me I've got to go up to the box office. So I go up to this little box office hut thing um, and they're like, what's your name? And I say, Hannah McIntyre. And she's like, you're not on the list. Um, oh, the, the email with all the confirmation details has disappeared from my inbox. I cannot find it. I've searched for it. I searched on my phone. I've searched on my computer. It's gone. I went on to the um, website of the organisers, but there's no details on there. Um, and I'm like, well, and so 
I'm at the at the box office and she's like, your name's not down. And I'm like, it is. And she's like, it's not. And I'm like, I'm in the program. I'm definitely supposed to be here. And then I say to her, there I am. And she says, oh, that's under Hannah Medium. Your na- you told me your name was Hannah McIntyre. And I'm like, oh, my God. During that time, the guy that is is allowing people up the hill has let seven cars in front of us the clock is ticking we've got a stand to unpack and set up and we're sitting there watching you know with in this queue of cars that's not been done in arrival order because they've let seven people ahead of me because they're incompetent and can't read a spreadsheet so I'm getting stressed getting stressed I've driven through London that is stressful to me um you know I'm tired. I've been up since 4 a.m. I haven't slept well. And and so there's a, you know, and I'm like, sort yourself out, Hannah. Sort yourself out. Don't be a negative Nancy. Pull your head out of your bum. And we arrive. And as we pull up to park to unload, the heavens open. I'm literally, we are being, it's like someone spraying a hose on us. It's not a little bit of rain. So I go in, there's no one greeting anybody, you don't know where you're supposed to go. Um, I go over to my stand, um, the chairs that I had to pay for, that's the other thing, you have to pay for a table, pay for chairs. The, the chairs that I've had to pay for aren't there, there's no details for the internet, there's no plug. And I'm like, where is all the stuff that I paid for, all of the extra add-ons? So I ask somebody and they don't know it's not their job. So I go to the counter and they say, oh, well, if you've got a problem with the electricity and the internet, you need to go and stand over there and wait for somebody. I stand over there for 15 minutes. Nobody comes. I go back to the thing and they're like, oh, they're in training at the moment. And I'm like, but I've just stood where you told me to for 15 minutes. The show opens in 45 minutes. I haven't got internet access. I haven't got power. And then these guys walk by and we're like, we need power. And they're like, well, did you pay for power? And we're like, yes, we paid for power. And they went, oh, well, then you should have it. And it turns out we were missed off the list. And then I have to find somebody else about the chairs. And it turns out that the the chairs have been taken by another stool holder and that they, they were there, but they're not there anymore. And now they're going to have to try and find me some. And if I'd arrived on Thursday, it would be OK. But because I arrived today, it's going to be a problem. So I'm already in that. Then the internet, you have to go to another place. And I still haven't actually seen the organisers. They haven't greeted anybody. They haven't said hello. Um, nobody knows what they're doing. In the um, rules and regulations for the event, you had to wear high-vis. I'm the only person wearing high-vis, me and Amanda. Everybody else is wearing normal clothes. Because of that, I get stopped every 30 seconds by other stall holders saying, where am I supposed to go? What am I supposed to do? And I have to keep going, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not working this event. And they go, well, you're wearing a high vis. And I'm like, yes, if you'd read the instructions, you would know that you were supposed to be wearing one too. I'm, so uh, then I find somebody and I say, am I supposed to be wearing a high vis? And they go, well, yeah, if you want to. And I'm like, well, I'm taking it off then because I'm just getting all of these because everybody is confused. Nobody knows what's happening. I go to the front desk. I get the code for the Internet. I go back to my stand. The Internet's not working. I go back to the front desk. They tell me if I take my devices to the front desk, they will connect to the Internet and then it will click in. This is the words they used. It will click in and then I will be able to keep my Internet. And, and at this point, I'm hopeful. So I, I want the Internet. 
So I, I'd walk my laptop to the front desk. I've done 7,000 steps upon arrival at this point, just to be clear. Um, being here, there and everywhere, back and forth to the car. Um, so I go up, it clicks in, I go back, sit down, it's gone. I go back to the front desk, they tell me to click in again, I tell them that it tried. We then end up with quite a few stall holders all around, gathering around, and all of them having the same problem. It turns out, turns out somebody hasn't turned the internet on in the room properly. It's 10 minutes before we open. I open up one of my roller banners, I have a stupid brain fog, think Amanda's got hold of it. She obviously hasn't. It shuts on me. It cuts my chest open. I've then got a massive inch-long gash that is dripping blood down. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. My chest. Um, just horrendous. And I hope I'm, you know, I hope this isn't just the world's most boring podcast, but it's kind of interesting to me because it was so aligned to get me there. I was free that weekend. I could do it. They had spaces for me to to demonstrate. They, you know, I thought I hadn't got accommodation. Then I get this lovely apartment. It felt like it was aligned. From Amanda's point of view, it didn't because she had so many obstacles. But from my point of view, it feels like this is where I'm supposed to be. It's so quiet. There's hardly anyone there. I'm thinking, this is weird. This is really weird. And then it's really just not, I'm not a salesperson. It's a really difficult environment for me. Now, I think that those kind of expos work for you if you are a salesperson, but I am not. I don't want to harass people as they're walking past my stand asking if them if they want to um, spiritually develop. It's not my comfy place. So I'd rather people come over, ask their questions if they wanted to and left again. I don't want to be forcing forcing things on, on people. And I think that's a massive thing with spirituality is that people need to be able to choose. But of course, as with this sort of expo, you know, I mean, there's this ready meal woman. Oh, my God. She jumps out, Amanda and I, when we're walking around, and she says, um, you two are beautiful. And we say thank you. And we're wearing our exhibitor rest bands, so she should know that we're exhibitors. And she says, do you ever wish that when you got home from work, there was healthy and nutritious ready meals just in your fridge, ready for you to use? And I said, oh, we're exhibitors. Don't worry about your sales pattern with us, love. <laughs> we're, you know, 
find find someone else and she says well um most of our sales actually have been to other exhibitors so you might want to hear what I've got to say and I said I'm really not interested thank you and as we walk off she starts abusing us she's so freaking angry that we won't let her do her sales patter it was those kind of people and that to me is so far removed from my expectation of a spiritual event that I can't quite and this just remains the whole time you know there's loads of charities jumping out at you going do you care about cats do you care about woodland everywhere you go there's somebody going do you want to try a spray of this do you want to try a bit of that like why would you pay 20 pounds to walk into a venue when you are just going to get harassed and then maybe that is why because all the stallholders well no it depends actually not all the stallholders some of the stallholders are being very much in that kind of gaslighty energy that people are in of everything's brilliant it's amazing I'm having the best time and then some of them are being honest up front and going this is really quiet this is not what I expected and then some who would do the initial it's brilliant when you go oh is it for you because we're having a terrible time they go oh no this is the worst it's ever been I've never been to such a bad event but it's like they they don't feel like they're allowed to say it until you say it first which is interesting isn't it so it's just really quiet there's two beautiful um like scenty i've got a lady on one side who's doing like vegan soaps and body oils and stuff like that a lady on the other side who's doing homemade scents they are beautiful stands they are not doing very many sales um amanda and i are not doing any sales not one now i know i know there may be people that sign up in the future. There may be. Um, but at this point, everyone is just harassed. We're in this hall. There's no air. It's boiling hot. And then I realised that the speaking opportunities are um, open. So that in the hall that I'm in, there's two halls. There was the yoga show which had the better hall that had more natural light, more air circulating. And then we were in like the the poor relation area, which was low ceiling stuffy. There are in the in the poor relation area, there are three uh, event spaces, all open plan, all with microphones. So we're in the centre of that point And it is a lot. So the the event space to the right of us has microphone issues the entire time we are there so there's this every now and again like ear splittingly painful noises the poor woman who starts first i don't think she had a lot of public speaking experience but she has to start her entire talk again she's got four people in the audience for a free talk it's awkward um, and then you've got sort of someone doing like aerobics, sorry, chakra dance or something else, and it's noisy. Then you've got two people with microphones talking, this echoey noise, fake light. It's just not what I expected. Um, and actually, in honesty, you know, this is unique to me, but I can't handle that kind of atmosphere. I can't do it. I felt like I was going insane. And this is where it gets really interesting because I actually think that something happened to me 
energetically during this weekend, but I can't work out what it was. It feels like more than a lesson, but it was horrendous. I feel like I've done some sort of shamanic torture event. I, I just, it's just such a lot. So I go to the area to do my self-healing. You have to be there 15 minutes before. And um, there's this sort of disinterested girl on her phone. And I say, hi, am I allowed in? It's all open plan. There's an eating space, an eating space. Um, You can hear the other people in the other area on their microphone, people walking by, people opposite selling special jewellery that's supposed to stop electric magnetic fields. And they're, you know, there's, they've got a big stand. They've got 18 members. They're stopping everybody and trying to do the hard sell on them. And I'm like, I thought this was going to be in a room. I thought it was going to be off. And that's my fault. I probably should have checked. Assuming is dangerous in this kind of environment. Lessons have been learned. So um, the girl goes, do you want to play some music? So I put some music on and she's like, okay. And then I'm there with the microphone and we're calling people in. And the thing is, there's nowhere for anyone to sit who's bought food from the stands. Uh, It's not an eating area. And so you end up doing a self-healing with spirit meditation with people sitting on the floor chomping through their salad. Like in the space. It's so weird. And people are like, that was really lovely, but I couldn't really hear you. The girl is on her phone. I'm going, if we could turn this up into the mic, if we could turn this up and she's just on her phone, totally disinterested, completely, you know, she's supposed to be there to support me. She's not even watching. So I have to go over to her and go, excuse me, sorry, can you turn this up? They can't hear me. She goes, oh, okay, yeah. Then goes back on her phone. They still can't really hear me. I can hear the other people, the other people doing talks. So that's coming in while I'm trying to connect to spirit to take people through this meditation. It's just insane. Just insane. So noisy. People walking around, people walking by, uh, people eating their lunch in the meditation space. Just It's just not for me. And we get through the day. Now, arguably, maybe Amanda and I could have done sales if we were the kind of people that wants to approach people and say, sign up today, do this, do that. But we're just not those people. It's not that space for me. I will happily talk to anyone about any of it, but I don't want to force anybody. I don't want people to join the school that don't want to be there. Like, who does that serve? Who does that help? I don't get it. So um, we get to the end of the day and we are, I mean, I, I am broken. I can't even explain to you guys, like, how I'm feeling. Just, it's like I've been in the tumble dry, but someone's turned it up and they've turned the heat up, but they've also played five different types of music while I'm going round in the tumble dryer simultaneously. Plus I've got this cut that's hurting and stinging and, you know, loads of unhappy stallholders. We're sitting and percolating in this energy of lots of people that have paid a lot of money to be there and we're just watching the clock tick by as people, you know, you get one person walking by every 10 minutes. It's really quiet and Amanda and I leave and we go to walk 
to the flat and the heavens open and we end up lost I don't even know how it happened now but this is just the energy that we've been in lost in the pitch black in the grounds of Alexandra Palace like someone's chucked a bucket of water over us I've got a raincoat on a jumper on a a t-shirt on and my bra is soaking wet like that's how wet we are it's dripping down us um there's no lights we don't know where we're going and then my phone gets so wet we're using the sat nav to direct us and it short circuits it starts doing like emergency sos calls and all sorts of stuff so i just say to amanda okay let's go back to the car we go back to the car um we're soaking we're like dripping it's so wet that our belongings inside our suitcases are wet like that's how bad it is um and we get into the car um obviously the sat nav won't work because the phone's too wet so we have to try and sort that out amanda manages to get something functioning on her phone um but we can't plug it in because it's doing that thing where it's saying the phone is too wet to be plugged in so we're driving through london with you know pouring rain pitch black area we don't know trying to follow this sat nav we managed to get to the accommodation um the guy has said ring me when you get there i'll give you the code for the door we ring him he's supposed to be able to remote open it but he's gone out even though i told him what time we are arriving um and he's driving his car and he's got no signal so he can't get in all this time the rain is just pouring on us it's like somebody's got a hose and is just holding it over our heads um we're on the doorstep for ages we finally get into the accommodation we get upstairs we are i mean i'm physically shaking um want to cry the whole we've been there the whole day for nothing um it's freezing it's cold it's wet it's damp um and we're still trying to get you know put our best foot forward trying to to be positive um it's a area where you can only park with a parking permit so we know that we've got to be up early we have to drive the car to alexandra palace luckily the following day it's sunny we have to dr- get up early drive it to alexandra palace park it and then walk back to the accommodation get ready for the day and then walk back to alexandra palace it's a lot it's a real lot so we do all of that and i say to amanda as we start the day if today is a similar ilk i i cannot do another day i don't have it in me and we try and be positive we move around the sand to try and freshen up the energy lots of people moving around their stands and we're like okay yesterday was the practice day today is the day nothing um I, but at this point, by the way, just to be clear, we still haven't met the organisers. The organisers have not come round and said hello, introduced themselves or anything. I still have no idea who was a volunteer and who was actually working at this event that I've paid over two grand to be at. Um, and then it's time for my demonstration and I'm like, oh my God, because it is so noisy 
And shout out to anybody that ever got really drunk and made loads of noise and was really disruptive in one of my demonstrations. Shout out to the men in Maidstone that were banging on the door and and leering and shouting and taking the piss um, when I demonstrated because you guys made me stronger (laughs) and I needed to be stronger because it was an open space. Now, this time I did have an assistant um, who was interested, who got me mic'd up, who paid attention, who watched the actual event, who who made sure the sound was OK and adjusted it. Um, and kudos to me because I managed to demonstrate whilst feeling like I was going around in a tumble dryer with all that noise happening. And I had a good gang of people watching it. So I have proved to myself and my my mediumship was good. It was really good. Every spirit was taken. Evidence was good. It was specific. I'm really proud of myself. But Jesus Christ, I cannot believe I worked in that energy. So, yeah. And we did the demonstration. We went back to our stand. People came over to tell me how good it was, how they'd never really believed in mediumship. And it was really amazing to watch. But we still sold no tickets to um, Hoburn. And... We still got, we got people taking flyers, but nothing as yet. And even if I get 20 sign-ups for the school, it's still not worth it. It's not worth it financially, and it's not worth it to the cost for me. And we got to the end of the day on Saturday, and I just said, I want to go home. I don't want to be here. So we packed up the stand and we left a day early. And yeah, that could have been a mistake because on the Sunday we might be, we might have done our best sales yet, but I just, I could not do it. It's just not a space for me. I want, I was, I've never been so homesick in my life. Just wanted to be at home. Just felt like I wanted to retreat into a tiny little cave. And so now today, I'm here, I'm recording this on Monday, so I came back a day early, so I had yesterday at home, um, trying to work out what it was all for. Was this a lesson I just created for myself? Is this just me starting to understand that times are changing One of the ladies next to me said that her friend was in the main hall, so the nicer hall, and they took in sales £100 that day. So people aren't spending. People weren't really attending. I mean, there were people there, but there weren't lots of people there. It wasn't busy. Sally Morgan was doing a demonstration on the Saturday night and at three o'clock on the Saturday afternoon they still had tickets available so it wasn't just me and so this leads us to sort of talk about really and look at what is going on and I wanted to talk about it on the podcast because I don't think I'm the only person that's experiencing this. And so there's loads of us out there trying to do work for spirit and feeling like perhaps we're getting something wrong somehow or we're not doing it right or we're not in alignment. And I don't think it's that. I think that there is something energetically going on with humanity. 
And that is impacting the way that these things work. And I think it's actually a good thing ultimately, but it does mean as those of us that have businesses and livelihoods tied to things like this, we're going to have to look at alternatives or make different choices because I don't, I don't, it's just not there. I'm not getting the same bums on seats for audiences I was getting when I was listening to the old podcast today. I say, um, it's, yeah, I'm reflecting back on what I've learned in 2022 and I'm saying, um, well, we'll see what next year brings. I'm going to do less events. So I obviously will have a bigger footfall and I haven't, I haven't had a bigger footfall. Um, so there's definitely something happening. And I don't personally feel, maybe I'm in denial, but I don't feel like it's just me. I feel like it's happening to all of us. And I wanted to talk about it because I think it's important to talk about. But I also want to say to you guys, do your due diligence on things. Because when I look now at the Mind, Body, Spirit Facebook page, they hadn't posted anything on their page since the 4th of October that I could see. Which means that in all of the build up to the event, they weren't even posting on social media. I don't know if they advertised it. Are they expecting people just to to rock up because they've rocked up before? And everyone there was saying that it's just got worse and worse and worse. And one of the people that were there who was real, I mean, I think she was sent by spirit because she just walked up to our stage and just started telling us all this information. And I don't even know why. Um, and she's been going to that fair for several years and she said that this year there's less repeat people than there's ever been there used to be a whole community of people that would see each other there every year and they're one of the few ones that are left and I think that is a sign that these things aren't working so just be really careful um, if you're out there and you've got a spiritual business and you know I'm not sure where the number 15,000 people through the door comes from. But if that was actually at their highest point, which was apparently before lockdown, that's not really, um, it's disingenuous to say that that is your footfall because that is not the footfall. And then we're getting into all this fakery once again, which leads me back to all the stuff I was talking about with Meta. Because Meta, in honesty, don't want to take down the scam accounts because the scam accounts add to their numbers. So if you look at the number of users on Facebook and the information they release, I reckon that about 20% of those at least are scam accounts. They're fake. If they take them down, their numbers dropped. And this is the same thing with taking us off. If, if you leave the site to go visit another website, it looks like the hours that people are spending on your social media platform are less. So they don't want you to do it. And it is the same with this fair. It's not 15,000 people through the door. If it's not 15,000 people through the door, if that was your figure that was is actually eight years old and before society changed. It's not the same thing. And so really bear that in mind. And, you know, I know that spirit wanted me there. I know that spirit were trying to tell Amanda not to go, certainly on the Friday. <laughs> and I feel for her because she came for me. Um and she's got her own experiences and her own processing she's going through because we have both left feeling 
ruined. I am, I'm aware of how strong I am. I'm aware that I felt like I was on this tipping point. I was walking around these grounds in Alexandra Palace in the dark and my, I realised my lovely handbag that I love so much <laughs> was dragging on the floor and getting all muddy and scuffed. And I was soaked to the skin and then my phone was doing some sort of, it was changing the details of people who were in my contacts so I might not even have the right phone numbers for people now and stuff like that. And I just, I felt like I was on this knife edge between honestly having a complete mental breakdown and pushing through it and somehow I managed to stay on the right side of that but I can't quite work out what I feel like all the lessons were, why they wanted me there. Did they want me there just so I would realise that actually at this time, from a business advertising point of view, there is nothing you can do. So don't even bother. Is that what they wanted me there for? Could they not have taught me that in a less expensive way? Because when I sit and I think how many readings... And how many, how hard I've worked to earn the money to pay for that event. I could cry. I have, I've not made a profit this year. Again. And I've busted a gut and I've worked so hard. Uh, um, you know, and am I creating my own resistance? I don't know. Like, I really felt like that was in alignment. I really felt like I was supposed to be there, and I still do, because otherwise they would have not got me accommodation, wouldn't they? The date would have been wrong. I just feel like I was supposed to be there, but I can't work out why. And is this just so I finally freaking surrender? Because I cannot think now of any other way to try and advertise. I've tried everything. I've done adverts on podcasts. I've done um, magazines. I've done adverts on social media. I've done, um, I mean, obviously I've got this podcast. I've done now trade shows. Like nothing is doing anything. So do I just have to give in? And was this the world's most expensive lesson to make me do that? I would love your thoughts if you've got to the end of this. <laughs> but I really want to share it with you guys because everybody at the fair was, you know, there was that whole element of people going like, yeah, this is bad. And we had that camaraderie from that. But then there were also people that were like, yeah, this is really great. And then when you go, is it? They go, no, it's terrible. Like we need to start being honest. If it's not working, be honest about it. Say it, share where you're at. So if you are like me and it's just not, getting in gear let's make a support group for workaholics that can't work and maybe try and find some fun again <laughs> and give up into it so let me know what do you think it was all about I'd love to know were you there did you think it was amazing were you one of those lovely people that came up to hide at our stall because it was the most non-spiritual spiritual event you've ever been at because you were guys were my favorites <laughs> You guys were the ones that made me made it worthwhile for me. But aside from that, um, it's going to take me some time to heal from this. And I'm interested to know what it was all about. Well, there we go. 
so ends the whinge. I hope that you've enjoyed it and uh, let me know your thoughts and I will catch up with you again soon. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, I'm here just to ask you to click that follow button, to share the podcast on your social media and leave a review. These things help me so much with reaching more people, getting better guests, getting more information out there. So anything you can do to help would be gratefully received. And I will catch up with you again soon. Thanks for listening.